Being fearless doesn't mean you have no fears. It means you're strong enough to face them. And when you are in a pursuit to transform your mind and body, to achieve something you have not reached before, there is fear. But facing those fears and getting out of your comfort zone brings on a whole new level of confidence. So welcome to the Fearless with Heather Martin podcast. I'm your host, Heather, and let's dive in. Hello, welcome back to the Fearless Podcast. I'm your host, Heather, and I always give you guys a little life update. Um, I don't, lately my life has not been that exciting, (laughs) Um, but this past weekend I did Ducky for, which is like this small, like inflatable craft, I guess you would call it, um, whitewater raft on these class three rapids this past weekend. So that was fun. Also a little like adrenaline rush because there's this section, it's called the staircase. And so there's seven big rapids. And on the seventh one, I flipped my ducky. I had a swim in the river and my best friend like threw the rope out uh, to try to come get so I could grab it and get out of the river. But um, I ended up having some other friends who put their ducky by me and then I was able to get back in my ducky and, you know, keep carrying on. But uh, that was the first time I had ever swam in, you know, it's like fast moving water with rapids. And then I've done it in with my sup before. And so when I was in the water and you're trying to like, like, this is why I, you know, lift weights too, but (laughs) maybe I need to lift some heavier weights because I was trying to like, you know, you're in the water and you're swimming, you're moving forward. And then you're trying to like push your ducky, you know, flip it over. I don't know if you can imagine this, but it would get like almost there and it would like come crashing back down and my heart would just like sink every time. And then I tried to get on top of the ducky and then like, you know, it is way difficult when you have like, and then you're, there's like rocks in the way and they're like rock on the right. And you're like trying to figure it out and maneuver it all. But, um, yeah, so it, it all worked out, but that was fun and exciting. And then, also the kids, they're starting soccer season. So here they do soccer. Soccer is like both their favorite sports. So I have a, an eight-year-old and a five-year-old and we do soccer in the spring and we do soccer in the fall. So fall just started this week. So me and my husband were, you know, sitting down and thinking, like looking at our plan for what, you know, the weeks to come. This is also why we meal prep. So we're going to be talking about meal prepping today, but we were looking at our schedule. We're like, well, Yep, uh, we have an activity every single day of the week, literally, except, well, except Sundays. Sundays, (laughs) we don't have anything after school because it's like the kids are either in soccer or we have parkour or they have gymnastics. And there's even like where the kids go to gymnastics, it's like a 30 minute drive. And so, in like how our time frames work out and So I'm like drive, I'm going to have to drive my daughter halfway. My husband's going to meet me (laughs) if you guys have done the the shuffle, you know, so he's going to meet me halfway. He's going to go ahead and take Sadie to soccer. I'm going to carry on and take Wyatt over to um, his parkour class on Tuesday. So it'll be a a busy, busy fall. And so this is why, you know, we're going to be talking a little bit about meal prepping as well. So today we're diving into the world of meal prep strategies. So we're going to be catering to all you busy bees out there who want to enjoy, you know, delicious and healthy meals 
without having to spend hours in the kitchen every day. So whether you're a full-time professional or a parent with just a really hectic schedule, um, I've got you covered today. So we'll be discussing four main meal prep strategies. This can be, and I've done all these strategies at like different part, like periods of my life. Um, so we'll do, we'll talk about full meal prep. We're going to talk about like prep first, cook later, a little a la carte style, like mix and match, and then how you can cook and freeze. And we'll kind of go through, you know, what maybe works best, just where you are in your current lifestyle. But I, I just also want to start by saying this is I like, <laughs> I think all my clients know this, but I don't love, I actually really don't like cooking. And so I think that was like the thing to get over of like, oh, you know, I used to think, oh, people who meal prep just have this all this time to meal prep and they love cooking. And that's not always the case. So meal prepping, just like anything in life, right? You know, like what we put our priorities to our workouts, if we're focusing on our nutrition, you know, like where do we spend our time and energy to like take back control of our lives? It really isn't about like, having extra time. You know, we, I know you're busy and especially with like hectic schedules too. So we don't just have like all this extra time laying around. It's just like, okay, where are we using our time? Right. So that's where we talk about, especially with clients. Like I don't talk about, I need to add more stuff and add more stuff and add more stuff. And it's like, your life is already overwhelming. So what we look at someone's lifestyle and is like, okay, is what you're doing currently like suiting what your goals are? Maybe you need to replace that, um, you know, Netflix or something like you're doing or scrolling social media and like in place of, you know, your meal prep. And also a thing here too is when I'm meal prepping, I'm usually multitasking. So it's not like you have to just give up net like your TV shows or something like watch your TV shows. Like I'll have my laptop going and I might be watching a TV show like while I'm meal prepping or like last night, for instance, you know, I don't, I, since I don't love (laughs) to cook, um, I try to make it as like fun as I can, or I try to, you know, I'm doing something else also in the meantime. So like, if I don't have a show I'm really into, then I'll put on music that like puts me in a good mood, right? Because I don't love cooking. And so I'm like, let me just put my jams on. Let me like jam out in the kitchen, get my stuff ready for the week. Um, The kids are also kind of like get like I did it at nighttime. So Sunday nights, it's really a time for us. It's I've like dedicated that time of like on Sunday night, you know, we I go grocery shopping with the kids. I don't know, usually around like in the afternoon, like well, like so for instance, um, that day I went like whitewater rafting. I hung out with my friends and then, you know, in the afternoon, like late afternoon, I was like, okay, cool. Like I just did what I needed to do during the day. And then at night was time to go to the grocery store with the kids and then just like get ready for the week. So we really do spend like our Sunday nights. We try to, that is our time to like refocus and what's like the week ahead to get us ready because our schedules are pretty hectic. So like I'll go, I went grocery shopping and then, and then it was time to cook. And I do a lot of instant pot cooking, um, a lot of like sheet pan cooking, um, which I'll explain here in a couple different of like what those different styles are. But for me, it's like, I just try to keep things as easy peasy as possible. And then the kids, I had them like getting ready for school, like getting their school clothes out. I was having them like 
you know, take a bath. And like while the instant pot was going on, you know, I was like tending to them in the bath. So I got everything ready. We did bath time. So and then I had like music playing. (laughs) So you can see it's not just like, and I'm going to sit here and meal prep right now. Like, no, like there's always like other things kind of going on. And that just helps me personally take my mind off just cooking. So today we're going to talk about the four meal prep different strategies that I've used. So again, full meal prep, prep cook and prep first, cook later, a la carte, mix and match, and then cook and freeze. And in each of these, again, you're just doing it in different phases of your life. So this can be one week you're doing a full meal prep if it's like crazy busy, or maybe you want to like mix and match next week. It doesn't have to be this, oh my gosh, I'm going to meal prep my breakfast, lunch, and dinner like every single time. And that's kind of where people, I think, think about meal prep and it can get really overwhelming. But we want to make sure too that you have a flexible lifestyle. Like, yeah, you're, you know, you're planning ahead, right? You're planning out so you're ready to go, you're prepared, but it doesn't all necessarily mean that, you know, you have to have everything perfectly done. So in the beginning, set us time aside to, you know, this can really takes me like two or three hours. And then I'm doing more like bulk prepping right now. Um, But in the beginning, it takes a little bit longer. And then after a while, like after a couple of weeks or even a few months, like you're just going to get it down really, really quickly because you know the things you like to eat, right? Like, you know, the vegetables, you know, the fruits, maybe you're deciding on a different, you know, you want to try some new recipes out, but then you also have just like your staple things that you pretty much know that your go-tos, right? Like I have a pretty few staple breakfasts that I'll kind of repeat all the time. Um, And then like this week I did a a casserole because I just wanted it to be like the next four days. Just, I don't want to cook anything. I just wanted to heat something up. So that's what I did. I just made the casserole ahead of time. And so when you're first thinking about, you know, and meal prepping too, before we get into it, I know you're like, okay, Heather, come on. Um, But before we get into it, so meal prepping too is you just have more control of your food portion. So usually when you go out to dinner, the portions are bigger than you would have at home. They also just use more like butters and oils and things. So when you're cooking your own food at home, you just have more control of the ingredients that you're putting in, especially if you're really getting into macros and you're like, I want to specifically see like what is going into my body and you're like weighing out your food. Like it's going to be really hard to do that if you're like eating out a lot because you don't have control of like, you don't know what everything is in there. So when you start eating out at home, like you're, you're in control of your calories, you're in control of your macros. And it's not like you have to have every single meal at home, but the more you can, you're just going to be able again to really see those portions and those ingredients. And then like, that's when I started really seeing results, honestly, is like when I started cooking for myself more at home, I wasn't going out for, um, like usually I'd skip breakfast. I like had my nine to five. I would like go out to lunch every single day. Um, and then I don't like looking back, I'm like, what did I even do for dinner? I'm like, I ate out a lot. (laughs) Um, I was not cooking meals at home. Um, but also like cooking is just going to save you a ton of money. So for me, that is a win-win. So I'm in control of my food. I, you know, I have a lot of fresh ingredients on hand and then also, you know, we're a family of four. So it's, 
it's saving us money if we can cook at home these days. Um, so when you first are thinking about what to make and it might seem overwhelming at first, but you can break it down into categories. So I also have a grocery list. If you need the grocery list, I have a PDF for it. Just shoot me a message on either Instagram or Facebook and I will send it your way, but you want to break your grocery list down. So what I like to do personally is pick like two to four, you know, lean protein sources. So this is like a must. So there's a lot more than these, but I'm, you know, think about lean protein sources as chicken, salmon, um, tilapia, tofu. We have ground turkey. Are you having mahi mahi? Are you doing shrimp? You know, Greek yogurt, eggs, egg whites, steak, bison, all those things are lean protein. Tofu. I don't know if I said tofu, but uh, all those are like lean protein sources. And I pick a couple of those so I have them on hand. And then I'm going to like mix and match them too. And then you're going to pick three to seven different vegetable choices. Pick two to four different fruits. One to two additional carb sources. So this can be, you know, quinoa, like, you know, fruits and vegetables are carbs too. So this is what I mean by like additional carb sources. But that can be, you know, quinoa, sweet potatoes, lentils, squash, edamame. Um, Are you having oatmeal? Are you like, I like Dave's Killer Bread, Um, barley, couscous, you know, like those kind of vegetable or um, carb sources. And then I also will do like one to three different fats in there. So, you know, are we having hummus with like our carrot dips or something? Almonds, avocados, um, almond butter is a good choice there. You could do, you know, I do avocado spray. Are you doing olive oil, avocado oil? And then I also will pick, um, not everything I eat is like perfectly clean. I used to do that way, way, way back in the day. And like, that's when I was coming off of, I was like very restrictive. And then I had like a very, like kind of more binge style tendencies. And then I went to like yeah, like all clean eating. And then I just like, then I found 80, 20. And like, that's really how I like to live my life now is that I don't, I understand how foods just add up. So I still will pick like sweet treats, like I have on hand, especially like my kids, (laughs) they love their sweet treats too. So, um, but maybe you can pick like lower calorie sweet treats, just like gazo bars or popsicle, um, hot cocoa, dark chocolate, you know, you can fit in treats into your diet. It just, you have to understand how they add up. So like, for instance, right? Like I love, 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 um, dark chocolate, like covered almonds. But if you've ever looked at, you know, like the nutritional labels on those things are going to be like, oh man, this is like hundreds of calories. (laughs) Um, and it's not like those are bad for us, right? Like we, it's not like those are bad foods. Like nuts are really healthy. Dark chocolate is healthy but they just add up really quickly and it's not that filling. So that's where we add in lots of, you know, fruits and vegetables because those are going to keep us really, really full and they're like lower in calories too. So add in lots of those, but it's not like you can't have treats or you can't have cake or you can't have cookies. You know, it's not like those food choices are what cause someone to gain weight. And like, that's what I really did think. It was just like, oh, it's a surplus of my calories compared to like my energy expenditure compared to my diet history, like where my metabolism was. But, you know, it's just looking at it like once you start tracking your food, you're like, oh, okay, this is how things add up. I can still fit this in. I just know that this isn't going to keep me that full. 
And so that's where if we have a lot of those food choices, then we're just having lots of high calories, not really filling, right? Um, so that's how I do my grocery list is we'll, you know, pick our proteins, pick our veggies. I really like just to stay on the perimeter of the grocery store. So you're looking, I mean, that's where all your fruits, vegetables, and like lean meats and proteins are going to be, um, dairy products, etc. like are usually like on the outside. So that's where like, you know, 90% of my groceries in my cart are coming from like the outside. And then, you know, we'll have like some crackers or some cereal, that we'll get from like the aisle section. Um, but that's like not the majority of our food choices. So when we're looking at meal prepping and just like the different strategies that you can do. So first we're going to, so we'll talk about the four. So first is the full meal prep. So this is a method that involves setting aside a specific block of time. It's like usually on the weekends, like I will do like Sunday. Sunday is usually my day. If it doesn't happen on Sunday, I do get it done on Monday. And this is where you're going to prepare like entire meals for your upcoming week. Some people really, really like this and some people don't like it because it's not that um, flexible. And so you'll cook, you'll portion out, you know, you're like weigh out your food and you're going to store your meals into like individual containers. I personally, it's more expensive up front, but I like to use glass containers because they're just going to last you forever. Um, so this is just a great option for those who really do prefer to have like everything ready to go for them. Like they want to just not think about it. They know like exactly what's in their breakfast, their lunch, their dinner, they got their snacks ready. Like they're going to hit their nutrition targets every single freaking day. And so that can be really good for those. Again, you're maybe your week is like crazy, crazy busy and you just need to like grab and go. And that's going to be perfect for you. So meal prepping, again, is like maintaining portion control and like you are very, very consistent when you do full meal preps. You can plan your menu, you just shop for your ingredients, you dedicate a few hours to cooking, and this is just going to ensure that you have, you know, your balanced meals and everything is just there waiting for you. Like you don't have to, you don't have to think about it, right? The next one is prep first, cook later. And this that is a method that involves preparing the ingredients in advance and then you're um, but without like actually cooking them right then. So maybe you're chopping up your vegetables, you're like marinating your proteins, you maybe you create your sauces for the week and then you just store them all separately. And then during the week, you just can like quickly cook those prepped ingredients into fresh meals. Um, there's this book. I should, I think it's called, I should have looked at it first. I think it's called prep first, eat later. Oh my gosh. Um, but that it, that's the book I have. It's like that exact concept and she gives you the grocery list too. So you don't have to think about that. And then you're just prepping your ingredients and then you cook it when it's like ready for you. But it is really helpful because you just already, you know, it takes the process out of like chopping the vegetables when I have to do my dinners, like all that's ready to go for you. And then The next one, and like, I really actually like that strategy. Um, Sometimes when I don't want to do, I don't want to cook like everything all that night. Sometimes I'll just make sure like, do I have some veggies like chopped up? Do I have, um, I'll like marinate chicken. I actually marinated chicken last night. So I kind of also like mix and match some of these styles. But, and then, you know, I personally already will like buy just pre-chopped fruits. It's just easier for me. Um, but then I can just like grab them and go. 
And then the next one is the a la carte mix and match. This is the one I probably do the most often at this point in my life. Um, but this strategy is for those who want like a variety without, you know, rigidly pre-planning all their meals. So I'm kind of in, and it's different just in the different phases you are, right? So like when I'm on, I'm in, it's like a set fat loss phase, maybe it's like eight weeks. I'm doing a fat loss phase. Like I'll probably prep all my stuff ahead of time. Um, because I can get, I can just, I know exactly how to hit those goals right now. I'm just living a little bit more in maintenance. So this is where I don't have to necessarily, I'm not like pre-planning everything down to the T, but I, I'm still always, even when I'm living in maintenance, like I still always am doing some sort of prep and, and I'm preparing like individual components. So, you know, I'll get my grains ready, my proteins ready, my veggies cooked. Uh, this can be, i I do will like pre-chop veggies or I'll bulk sheet pan a lot of like roasted vegetables. So they're just ready to go too. And then I just combine them in different bowls throughout the week. So this just offers me a lot of like flexibility and we'll make like big batches of, you know, a quinoa. We'll roast a whole bunch of chicken breast. We'll like chop a whole bunch of assorted vegetables. And then we just assemble them in different bowls or like wraps or kind of like whatever I'm really in the mood for. So Again, it's not like I'm necessarily I've tracked enough at this point in my life to like know how things add up and I'm not trying to have a really set goal. I have like calorie ranges. I can kind of see that now pretty quickly. And so I'm just more in the mood of like what I'm feeling, but I still have like really healthy and like fresh ingredients. Um, So that's the one I personally really enjoy right now because I'm just, again, living more in that like maintenance style. Um, the last one we're going to talk about today is cook and freeze. And this is one that I did when the kids were really, really like little. And I was actually, I did this when I was like 38 weeks pregnant and I just like freezed a whole bunch of, uh, freezer bag meals. And then it was just ready to go for me for, so I didn't have to do any cooking, but, um, this strategy involves preparing large quantities of meals and then freezing them for later. So it's perfect for anyone who wants to just like stock up and just have a lot of like convenient options. So this is a time saver superhero. Like if you are about saving time, cooking and freezing is the way to go. So, but it's also a lot of like, you, you also have to like, like stews and soups, um, casseroles you can freeze or just make, you know, you're just making big batches of things. So you portion them out into like, freezer safe containers or like big gallon containers as well. And then on your busy days, you just defrost them and then you reheat them. So that one was again, really, really helpful for me when the kids were really, really little and like our time was crazy. So on, I would just freeze a whole bunch of, um, and, and I just found them on Pinterest. Like it was, you know, if you type in like macro friendly, you know, freezer bag meals, like you're going to get so many options. So you know, it's really just finding the things that you want to cook and like, what is your family like? And you know that you guys are going to have. So to kind of like, before we wrap everything up, I just want to share with you some like universal tips for success with meal prep, regardless of whatever strategy you choose. And just know that your strategies can change even like week to week, right? Like you don't always have to be full meal prepping, or I don't always have to like cook and freeze everything. It can change as you go. And especially just depending on like where your goals are in life, you know, maybe full prep and you want to be 
really specific in the fat loss phase like that might be what works for you in that moment and then when you kind of go more into intuitive eating then like the bulk and flexible style is going to work really well for you but you know really plan your menu so decide what you're eating for the week to streamline your grocery list and just prep the process so uh always kind of go into the grocery store with some sort of plan (laughs) don't go to the grocery store hungry either Um, but make sure you have some sort of plan and you, then you can just go there, get your stuff. Or even if you wanted to, you know, now you can order things ahead of time online too. So that's kind of awesome. Next is invest in quality containers. So again, like sturdy airtight containers, it's going to help keep your meals like fresh, prevent any leaks. I, like I said earlier, I like to use glass containers. They're more of an upfront investment, but they will last you forever. And then you and then I like also to just use versatile ingredients like I'll mix and match and repurpose like different vegetables with different meals so make sure like the vegetables you choose like I'll do I love zucchini so I put like zucchini in my casserole and then I'm probably gonna have zucchini with some salmon so I'm not like getting different veggies for like every single meal right like I'm just getting a whole bunch of green beans and I'm getting a whole bunch of you know peppers and I'm gonna use those in like multiple meals Um, And then the other one is just stay open to adjustments. So please know that life is unpredictable and just be willing to adapt to your meal plan as needed. And this is why I love flexible dieting and I teach everyone flexible dieting because, you know, when you have um, or if you're living off a meal plan, if you've ever lived off a meal plan and your friends are like, oh, my gosh, let's go out. And you're like, wait, what? Like, I can't just bring like, and and if you've never like tracked your food, you don't know why you're even doing what you're doing on your meal plan, then it's really hard to understand like intuitive eating. So when you start tracking your macros and like learning that, then it's just easier to change your meal plan as needed. And you can still go out to dinner, enjoy time with your friends too. So there you have it. You know, your meal prep strategy is tailored to you and your busy lifestyle because I know you are very, very busy. So I want to make sure that, you know, whether you're full meal prepping, you prefer that flexible prep first, cook later, or that like a la carte, you know, mix and match. Or maybe you're just going to do, you know, cook and freeze too. So know that whatever strategy you use, just make sure like it suits your needs and that it is always interchangeable as well. So Thanks for tuning in to the Fearless Podcast. Um, Don't forget to subscribe and share with other food enthusiasts as well who may need help uh, with some meal prep strategies. So stay healthy, stay happy, stay well prepared, and I will see you on the next episode. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it and found it valuable. If you feel inclined, please share this episode with someone you know that will benefit. Additionally, I would love to have you in my free Facebook group. If you are someone who is looking to reboot your metabolism, shed some unwanted body fat, build muscle, or have a healthier relationship with food, there is so much free value in there. You will greatly benefit from it. Head to the link in the show notes to get more information.